This is Randy Lawson, and you're listening to the Three Count Podcast. Welcome, everybody, to another great edition of the Three Count Podcast presents Now Entering the Ring. Apparently, I have an echo. I am your host, Clifford Red Dog Miller. As always, we're here. We're joined with our panelists. And let's go down the roster. First, she's the only person tattooed on my body. She's sitting right next to me. She is cute. She is four foot eight of pure fury. Her name is Kira. Hello. <laughs> Hi. Next, uh, <laughs> next up on the list. He is the king of napping out. That's all he likes to do. He has no qualifications in the wrestling world except for that he watches Wrestle Talk, Cultaholic, and What Culture Wrestling. He is Napster JJ. Uh, first, I'd like to thank the sidewalks for keeping me off the street. Dangerous times out here. There's a revolutionary war going on, so make sure you guys are locked and loaded. Chitty, chitty, bang. Murder everything. That's all for me. <laughs> and... Our newest correspondent. This man is a B-rated movie star. You see him on every daytime television show out there. He played Doctor Number 3 in General Hospital. He's also played in reverse episodes of ER. He is the man, the myth, the super legend himself, Jeremy Showtime Grimes. And I've also been on Grey's Anatomy, but you forgot that it's all good. It's the first time we're going to make mistakes. It's okay. But this is now Into the Ring, which means that we have a special guest for you. This young, lovely lady has been all around the world. You have seen her at Stardom. You have seen her at Women of Honor. You have seen her worldwide. She is the one, the only, Gabby Ortiz. What's up? What's up? I'm in a car. I'm on the beach. Summer fun is happening right now. Yo, I, I'm not going to lie. I heard your interview on uh, Nerds of Wrestling, so I definitely I was like, what up, wrestling? I was like, we know Justin Del Rio very well. We've had him on the show a couple times. Right, and that's why I was like, we got to go out and try to get her. So we have a set of questions for you. Each of us will have a set. Um, the biggest thing, too, we have 10-count questions right at the end. So here's how we start this off. Who is Gabby Ortiz? Gabby Ortiz, of course, is me turned up to, like, 14, 15. Um, she's everything I've ever wanted to be. She's a pop star. She's a rock star. She's a wrestling star. And she just gets what she wants when she wants it, how she wants it. And exactly. is a lot cooler than I am in my everyday life. <laughs> <laughs> so my favorite question to ask every single person, right, is what is your favorite fan interaction? Honestly, it's funny you say that, Justin Del Rio, because him and I have been corresponding for a good while since before I met him, and we had just been trying to meet up, and, like, I've been trying to get, you know, um, bookings in New England that he could go to, and then once I finally did, it was, like, meeting an old friend. So that was really, really cool to finally get to meet him after all those years of him supporting me and being, being an amazing fan, and now I consider him a friend. So whenever I get to meet a fan and be their friend, excuse me, that is always the best. That's awesome. That's awesome. So I got to ask, 
Like, I know I've, I went through, did a lot of research. I know you've been at Stardom. Tell me what that trip was like and what made it super special. Yeah, so about three years ago, I was there at this time, three years ago. And it was the first time I had been that far away from home for that long. And it was really, really scary at first, but then it just became home. Then it just became like a second home. It felt like they had taken a little bit, like maybe a week or two to kind of accept me because I was so brand new in the wrestling community. Um, I hadn't, I, I had less than 10 matches before I went there in the United States. So when I went there, they were kind of weary of me and I was like really scared of them because, you know, you, you see about like Japanese strong style and you see about, you know, the way the girls are there. I, and I might get heat for this, but like, I think the girls sometimes are way more intense than the guys because they kind of have to be to show that they're on that same level as them. Cause they're always, they're always intense and it's, it's amazing to watch. So I was definitely a little worried, but then when you go in there, it's like your family and they start accepting you and you're just family. And at the end of my trip, um, you know, they all said goodbye to me and I just went, I was like group hug. And we all got together and started jumping up and down and having just like, a, a huge goodbye cry fest and I was like so sad to leave I was excited to go home because I missed everybody but I was just really really sad to, to say bye to all those girls um yeah I mean it was an amazing time we'll talk to talk to any other foreign girl that's been there they'll tell you the same thing that's awesome so we're going to pass it over to Miss Kira and she's got a set of questions for you cool how, did you how did you come up with your character um, I just took elements of myself that were was like kind of hard to implement in real life. Like it was kind, it's not, it's not nice to be a mean girl or a you know overly confident girl in real life because people just think you're mean. They think you're a little cocky, and you're really not. So I had to just take those little parts of me that I can. I was able to pretend to be in a wrestling ring that I can't be in real life. You know what I mean? Like sometimes I look in the mirror, I'm like, wow, I look really good today. Or like, I look super hot. And then if you say that to someone in real life, they're like, uh, okay. Like they think you're, but if you say that as a wrestling character, people are like, oh, cool. You're, you know, you're really cool. And it's, it's just weird. So that's, that's what I did. Um, who was your most wanted wrestler to wrestle? Bianca Belair. I think she is a super freak. She is an insane athlete, and it would be an absolute honor to wrestle her. Other than yourself, who is your favorite wrestler? I'm going to get a little sappy here. My boyfriend, Leon St. Giovanni, is my favorite wrestler. <laughs> right on. So we'll pass it over to chat uh, to Josh. You're in the chat today. To Josh. <laughs> uh, okay. So <clears throat> my first question for you would be, what was the what's the best advice you can give to um, up and coming wrestlers coming into the industry? Sure. Um, know your place because you don't want to be going there acting like you know everything because you definitely don't. Um, but don't be afraid to ask questions. Ask all the questions you can, because if you get a hold of a wrestler, they will tell you everything that they know, and they will love to share with you. Um, it's not like it's not like a secret society anymore, you know. You know the even the most casual fans know some of the secrets. So just ask questions and be humble. 
Okay. Uh, my next question will be: What would what what is the worst bump you've ever taken throughout your career so far? It was a DVD I took, a Death Valley Driver, that I took into a buckle during a 30-minute Iron Woman match. And this was about 28 minutes into the match. Yikes. I was out of it. I was out of it for, like, two days after that. I was puking on the ride home. It was horrible. It was so bad. But the match was dope, so it was worth it. <laughs> All right, and then my final question for you would be, let's say we had a time machine and we travel five years from now. Where do you, where do you see yourself in five years? I see myself being a big name on the Indies. I want to stay on the Indies. I like the I like the um, freedom of it. I like the the fun you can have with it. I like that you can be a little bit more personable with the fans. Um, yeah, so I just want to be a big indie name and then maybe the next year go on to being signed to maybe like a company like Impact or, you know, Ring of Honor again, because I would like to I would like to sign another contract with them. And then last but not least, we have Showtime. Man, I am so like unprepared whenever it comes to this. So I'm just going to wing it because I don't have like a little checklist like you guys. do. You didn't send me mine. Um, so what would you consider like your... Um, you know, I've been I've been to plenty of Ring of Honor shows, and I had the privilege of help uh, being part of the Ring crew lately uh, before the whole coronavirus. Um, what would you say is like some of the coolest things that you were able to do? Because I was able to interact with like certain people, like Matt Taven and Dalton Castle, and that was really yeah. cool for me. So, I mean, getting close to the people in the locker room, men and women alike, that's always really cool. Because they're people you looked up to growing up. They're people that you've seen wrestle you know, at shows that you've paid to go to, and now you're being paid to be there. You know, that's just, like, one of the coolest things that you could ever do as as a wrestler. But I think my first match being in a tag team with Sumi Sakai, because she is near and dear to my heart, one of my, one of my closest friends in wrestling and probably in life. So being in a tag team with her when I first started wrestling at Ring of Honor was probably, like, the best memory that I have there. And in Philly which is where I'm from. Right on. Um, I just had one. I lost it. Man, that's Sorry. Uh, who would you say gave you your best advice in wrestling? Um, I mean, the advice that I gave, you know, earlier was be quiet and be humble. It was from Danny Cage, my original first ever trainer from the Monster Factory or AKA the MSPW. He's the one that really told me that and really like, dug it in me and also to be professional as professional as you possibly can um in and outside of the locker room in and outside of the ring um that's from Danny Cage and I mean he's given me so many amazing lessons that have helped me in wrestling and just in real life yeah hmm. I, Cliff man you kind of put me on the spot here but I, I don't really have anything else you guys took all the good questions you left me with nothing <laughs> <laughs> so I got one more question for you. It's a question we love to ask people. What's the hardest you've ever been hit in the ring? Um Oh, I, I feel bad I forget her name. Damn it. Sorry. She's how hard she is. She knocked a name out of you. <laughs> yeah, oh my god. Was it Kiona? 
I think it was Kiona. And it was in Stardom, my first mass there at Yokohama. It's called Yokohama Radiant Hall. She kicked the ever-living crap out of me in my head. I mean, like, I'll send you the clip if you want me to, and you can actually see, like, how intense it was. I had the biggest, like, bruise right here on my face. And I had a photo shoot the next day, so I was freaking out. I was like, oh, my God, I'm not going to have a big bruise on my face for photo shoots. And then I realized, oh, Photoshop exists, and they, they like, covered it up completely. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that was the hardest I've ever been hit in wrestling. I think that was my breaking in. That was my little bit of hazing for the Japanese pro wrestling team. <laughs> One other question I have to ask, right, because we are huge fans, obviously. We um, – understand we lost one of our favorites in Hanakamura. I know you had a match with her. Tell us about, like, the process of, like, just being in a ring with her and someone that had, like, such a bright future like her. Uh, I was hoping you asked me about her because that's my favorite match I've ever had in my entire career. Um, sorry. She was just my friend. Like, even when I left, her and I, she's the one I kept the most in contact with. Because she's friends with my friend Cheeseburger, and then there's just, like, you know, there's just a couple of us that stayed tight, even though we weren't together in the same country. Um, she is, she was, God, she was absolutely incredible. She, when she found out that we were having a match, she came up to me and she said, it is such an honor to have this match with you. This was before we planned anything. This was before we even got in the ring together. And I was like, this girl is telling me she's honored to have a match with me. Like, I'm honored to have a match with her. Like, she's she was in, she, she was incredible. So, we had three matches together. Two tag team matches and one singles match. The singles match is the best match I've ever had. Because she was just there for me. And I was there for her. And we created an unbreakable bond. Even in the afterlife, I would say. I still feel her with me. And I can't wait to get back in the ring. Because every match I have is going to be dedicated to her. That's awesome, and you yeah. know, I understand. Still, it's it's such a subject. I thank you so much just for like even just talking to us yeah. a little bit about it because it's it's amazing to like get to know people who understand like the spirit of her and how great she was. And that's why I want to make sure that people keep remembering her in a positive light and just keeping her in a positive light because she was just an incredible person. Yeah. So. I don't want to sound weird, but we're going to transition over into something a little bit more lighthearted. So, we have the 10 count questions for you. First thought that comes to your mind. We have the imaginary timer that's about to go off in 3, 2, 1, bing! Y'all see it? So, here we go. Smackdown or Raw? Smackdown. Last time you laughed out loud? Earlier today. That's your question, by the way. NXT or AEW? AEW. There you go. Favorite stipulation match? Ladder matches. Nice. This is also her question. Favorite movie? School of Rock. It's a great movie. Pepsi or Coke? Coke. Favorite cartoon character? Louise Belcher from Bob's Burgers. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Favorite candy? Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. Big Cup. <laughs> right on. Uh, this is also her question. 
Starbucks or Dunkin' Donuts? Oh, there we go. Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> Dunkin'. America runs on Dunkin'. America runs on Dunkin'. And then care to cover your ears. Favorite curse word? Ooh, I can't say that one. Oh, she's right there. <laughs> you can you say she got her ears covered. Apple. There Apple. we go. <laughs> Well, that's it for the 10 count questions. We are so glad. Um, if you could do me a favor, just tell our listeners where they can find you. Um, you guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Gabity, G-A-B-B-I-C-Y. I know some wrestlers are weird about adding their personal Facebook. You can add mine. Um, I'm at Gabriella Belpree. That's uh, G-A-B-R-I-E-L-L-A-B-E-L-P-R-E. And you can add me on there. I'll add you back. Awesome. So, with that being said, I feel like that's like kind of a great place to wrap things up. So, I am your host, Clipper Red Dog Miller, the little one Kira, JJ the Napster, the Showtime Grimes. This is now Into the Ring with Gabby Ortiz, and you guys can listen to all of our other episodes. So, be at our next episode so you can, you know, be there or just be somewhere else. Why would you want to be anywhere else? <laughs> My point. Hey, guys. If you like this video, make sure you subscribe to our channel to get the best content from the three count. We're the best podcast out there. Don't let anyone tell you different. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at three count pod as well as on Twitter at three count underscore pod.